Welcome back to Box to Box. It's Reza and Alex. Good afternoon, Alex. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that's different. It's different. Changing it up. Uh, this is going to be an all preview special. Oh, nice. Uh, nothing really happened, uh, I think, worth talking about, but a lot of stuff's happening. It's the L Box to Box to go tomorrow. I'm just <laughs> nice. <clears throat> naming that. Sorry, I had like, um, I had a cookie with walnuts in my. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Also, that like speaking of uh, derbies, the that Madrid derby was derbies, derby, derbies. That uh, Madrid derby was a bore to say the least. Nothing happened. Was it a B O R E or was it a B O A R? B O R E. Um. No, no. So tomorrow, United at home to Arsenal. Yeah, it's Reza versus Alex. Yeah, we would watch it together and we even thought of doing a uh like a, a live, live episode recording of the yeah. episode as we watch and commentate on the game we'll do that we'll do that for the emirates side because <laughs> i think that's a weekend yes um what are your in before we go into all the details what are your initial thoughts just going into it <sighs> things <laughs> this game really deserves like a massive <sighs> yeah just from both sides um it's well. So we drew uh, to Watford two two, and things were not looking great. And then we scraped a win with ten men against Aston Villa, but then our EFL game against Nottingham Forest was actually very encouraging because all the young players played, and we got three players back from injury. Tierney played, I want to say sixty eight minutes uh, around that. Uh, Holding played a full ninety, and Bellerin. Play uh subbed in for tyranny, so those three, as soon as they're like fully fully fit, they're gonna go straight into the starting eleven, which is a huge boost. Um, Bellerin I know is not gonna play tomorrow because he played a full ninety in the U twenty threes, and he actually did get an assist. But that game against Nottingham Forest, tyranny played amazing, holding got a goal um in his return. Bellerin got an assist as soon as he stepped on the field. Uh, lots of youngsters played really well. Uh, I mean, like, that was just a great game overall. But I'm just scared that we need we just need to put out the right team tomorrow. Like, if, if I see Socrates, David Luiz, Maitland-Niles, and Kolasinac, we're losing. Like, f- for sure. But if we put out something like Chambers, Holding, Socrates, and Tierney, that's a different story. Because Chambers has been on form. Holding and Tierney didn't play in the under-23s, so that means that they're going to be at least on the bench tomorrow. Um, Leno's been good. Oh, we also did announce our five captains, like uh, Emery likes to... Yeah, what was up with that? So he basically... I know, I mean, I know what his, but like, you have like one... Who's your main captain? Our main captain is Jaka. Okay. So basically... But then but you have like four vice captains. Then we have four vice captains, but the th- it's an order... Uh, he said it's an order, and it's a player-chosen captaincy. So, like, they voted, un- um, what's the word? Anonymous. Yeah. So, they voted, and and then they would just, like, send it to the, I don't know who they sent it to, but then they would just tally up the votes and see who would get They did a Slack poll. <laughs> basically. Do you think they use Slack? I mean, they have a group chat on, like, WhatsApp or something. My, my, <coughs> I always, um, and I kind of wanted to ask, like, some uh <laughs> I've always wanted to ask uh 
some of the professional players that like I've had an opportunity to speak with or know personally. The Delta Rapt? Um, like a Delta Rapt, long story short, uh, hung out with him for like 45 minutes. Uh, way back when. But I've always wanted to ask if, do you, like, when you get a new job, you get like an at whatever, whatever company email. Right, right. Do you get like an at Arsenal FC email for like all communications? Like, does a Bomiang have like, an, how do they like, what do they do? <laughs> I don't know. No, because like, no, like in travel soccer, like you would get like email communication from like right, your right. team manager, like your coach. Yeah. Because yeah, you yeah. have a manager and a coach. Yeah. Um, and then after practice, you'd be like, all right, guys, just remember like tomorrow practice, like whatever, two to four. And like we have a game upstate wherever on 11. So like work out your rides, whatever. Do they do that at like big professional clubs? Like do they at the end of practice, do they like reiterate? I, I, like I think it's just, I, I want to say it's just group text. No, but that's like between the players. Yeah, I'm talking like if Emery yeah, needs, if Emery well. needs, yeah, I'm saying if Emery needs to like communicate something out to the like, guys, let's meet like 15 minutes early. What they mean? Good evening. Uh, let's meet 15 minutes early at the training ground to make our way over because there's more traffic. How does that get communicated to player to, to the players? I feel like there would there would be like a PA announcer in the in the training ground, and then they just like, like. What do you mean they didn't down a man? No, he wouldn't say that. It would be like, like you know that thing where like during the game you hear like, please exit safely. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I turned into Bane. <laughs> <laughs> the fire rises. <laughs> no, but I'm serious. Like, like, what do they do? I'm curious. I have no I idea. Also, I also, I do want to know if Probably they... Probably email. I, but then do they get like an email? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like here's your work email. It would be so funny if they probably separate e- emails. What do you think? What's his email? Is it like m ozil mozil at arsenal dot com? I, I have no idea. I don't even know how I came up with this. Um, what were we talking about? Again? I, I you were talking about arsenal. Oh, yeah, we were. Ta- oh yeah, the five vice, captains. The, yeah, vice captains. So oh yeah, and then slack polls. So five. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So they gave in a, a, a. It was a player vote. So this wasn't Emery's choice. Which I, I like, like which yeah. I like, because like the now people are still slating that Jaka shouldn't be captain, but I mean the players know who he is, they know his leadership skills, and the, we kind of don't. We just kind of base him off of his performances, yeah, which is I think unfair. So I think we should just give it a chance. Um, I I like the I I like all the picks in my opinion. Jaka's uh, captain, then the vice captain goes in order: Aubameyang, Bellerin, Lacazette, Ozil. Um, I think when sort of the, those older captains leave the club or not preferred anymore, I think Holding and Guendouzi are going to be in that list because I think they definitely have captain material. The Holding was captain in the last 20 minutes of the uh, of the Carabao Cup game, and um, Guendouzi just looks like a captain himself. He's 20 years old, and he's just like the main driving force in that midfield. Um, so, I mean, based, based off that, Jaka's definitely playing on uh, tomorrow because he is captain. I just want to see who our front three is going to be. I wonder who, who's going to be the um, third because Lacazette's out. It's going to be Aubameyang, Pepe, and then probably like Saka or Nelson or even Martinelli. And then the three midfield is where it gets interesting because it's going to be Jaka, and it's between like Ozil, Ceballos, Willock and Torreira and Guendouzi. I think it will be Jaka Guendouzi, and I want to say Ceballos, but I I really want to see Willock 
play as well. I think the reason why people are like kind of, I mean, in d- during the first season, every no one was Emery out. No one was Emery out. Now there are a few more people that are, and I think that the reason why is because he's giving lots of players that can turn into liabilities, like Socrates, Stop, Luis, Jaka. But I mean, like, we're getting some sort of results. We've only lost once this entire season. Yeah, um, I think the biggest difference um, that I see, I mean, the un- on the United side, so we have nine injuries. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, so I think the biggest difference is that we know what our lineup's pretty much going to be. And I think that's... Is Lingard in, playing? Well, I mean, so... De Gea is going to be playing in goal. Obviously. It's, it's going to be Wambasaka, Lindelof, uh, Maguire, and probably Young. Young, yeah. Uh, Shaw's a game-time decision kind of thing. Um, but I think it's very risky to play him. I think, realistically, they're going to let him maybe play just before the international break. But I think they might use the international break to like make sure that... Because it's, it's also like... It was like, what was a thigh or a hamstring? So those things kind of take... A bit yeah. more time. I swear all of his injuries are only hamstring injuries. Well, you can also... I mean, yeah. You, cause you Wait, can didn't he have that, like, nasty ankle one, too? Yeah, that's what started it. Right. That's what kind of... Because before that, he wasn't injured at all. Um, That was against... It was It was Rangers? with England. No, no, no. It was with England. No, it was Man U. Are you sure? Yeah, 100%. Oh, okay. It was in the Champions League. Um, You're right, yeah. Or Europa League. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rangers doesn't seem like a uh, no, no. Team. Rangers was Valencia, I think. Rangers was Valencia. Ranger, the Rangers game was Valencia's leg break, because Valencia had a leg break as well. Oh, he had a double leg break when it was like floppy. Ew. But Shaw's was also floppy. Um. So what I'm basically saying is that I think it's in some. You can say it's a good or a bad thing because we kind of our expectations are set, but. Uh, we'll probably play, be playing that back four with, again, I think um, there's also talk about Rojo playing left back, and he's been playing really, actually, like, like I know. <laughs> okay, don't say really well. I know, but he's been playing, like, pretty, like, he's been putting in, like, solid performances. It was a good performance. He, he's not He's not going to play. I think it's going to be Young. Um, yeah, Young is the captain, so to say. Yeah, he's our captain, so he has to play. Um, <laughs> See, that that's the thing. Like, with your, you guys, it's Young, like, he's a... Not really leader, but he's like... Ole exper- literally said, when he plays, yeah. he'll be captain. But when Shaw comes back, it's going to be uh, De Gea. Yeah, it's De Gea's captain. Yeah. Um, and then in the two, it's going to be, I think, at this point, we're pretty much set So wait, you Matic. play 4-2-3-1, right? Yeah, we play 4-2-3-1. Okay. Um, it's going to be Matic and McTominay. Uh, McTom- Matic and McTominay? Yeah. Wait, is Pogba not playing? So that's the thing. It That's also like the game time decision. Oh my God, we're going to uh, wreck that. Dude, they're slow. <laughs> no, I know, but well, first of all, McTominay puts in a shift. But I think the biggest things are if we're gonna risk Pogba and Luke Shaw. Those are the two that are most yeah. ready to play. Martial and Rashford definitely. Yeah, out. they're out. Um, and then it's just gonna be between like Lingard, Pereira, Mata, and like Greenwood, Greenwood, and up top. What were we gonna say? I was gonna say those kind of like midfield players, oh, okay. attacking midfield players. Um. Oh, and James. Uh, yeah, James will probably play actually. So I would rather have it would probably be like Mata, James, and Lingard, and then Greenwood up yeah, top. Yeah, Pereira's been pretty good. Um, he's been pretty solid. I think Mata's going to go into his experience. 
Lingard will go in just for his experience against Arsenal. Yeah, so, <laughs> this, he's gonna uh, he's gonna break out the dance. Yeah, um, but I think on our side, it's just a matter of okay. <laughs> oh God, he's about to go in. Let's adjust everything here. So yeah, no. So this is my this is my take, and I've literally thought about this for way too. Let's scored. Okay. Sorry, I have a fantasy player on Leicester. All right. Well. Go on, carry on. Uh, so I, uh, so basically, I think for the for t- for tomorrow's game, the the score, the lineup is pretty much set um, in terms of who we're playing. I don't think there's much wiggle room in terms of options. The biggest thing my, I was going to ask you about the whole like Emery out and stuff. Who scored? Indeedy. Mm. Well, who got the assist? Uh, I was going to ask you about some of the. Emery out stuff. Okay. And sort of what your thoughts are generally on that, given sort of how Arsenal have been playing, where they are on the outside from my perspective. They don't, I mean, Arsenal's been in worse positions than they are right now. Are they really in an Emery out state? It, it's, it's understandable because the way, the way we've been playing hasn't been in his style. Cause like you can tell that, in the first half of the Tottenham game, we were down 2-0. In the Watford game, we blew 2-0 lead. And uh, we were getting 2-1 down against Aston Villa. I mean, we have to come back all the time. I, we've only been we've only been winning at the half once this entire season in the Prem, which was Watford, and we blew that. And I think when, when we actually step up and play well, it's actually not in his style of play. That's why he's sometimes like... It's it's really weird because when you see there's a, we have like a bench cam on YouTube, and and they showed all the goal celebrations from our bench from like what the pl- how the players celebrated our goals. Yeah, every single one of them, Emery was sitting down, which is very strange, because he always is like really passionate. And he's like pumping his fists, kind of like that. But I think it was because like no one was playing his style that like he was like not as ecstatic about it as like the players but the players like they seem to love it i I don't i mean uh chambers uh when in the efl cup when chambers sorry not chambers when bellerin came in tierney came out but bellerin went to the right right back position and then chambers just switched to left back and emery was telling chambers uh he said in the post game but uh press conference after the game but he also you can see um during the game where he uh, he was like tell, uh, telling him instructions, and he told him to just sit back because that we were up four 0 But then he made an overlapping run, and he got an assist. And he's after game, he's like, he didn't listen to me. Like he made a joke out of it. But yeah. I, I actually think he was kind of like upset that people don't go by his play style. What are your thoughts on the Ole United general? United I don't. Situation? I don't think Ole is the right man for the job. Unfortunately. <sighs> okay, but let me. So one step deeper. What is the who should? What should the? What is the issue in your opinion? The issue is that you you sold Lukaku and Herrera and didn't replace them. Okay, so whose fault is that? I don't know. So here's my take. Well, okay, I think you have three parts to a club. At very high level, you have the manager, mm-hmm. you have the players, mm-hmm. and then you have the board. Mm-hmm. So your board consists of your your chairman, your owners, 
your higher level staff, like your whatever, director of football, director of recruitment, all that kind of stuff, right? When Ole was interim manager, I think it was 15 of 17 games we won, right? I think the only other... Something like that. Something like that. What was what was happening there, in my opinion, was Ole wasn't tied to the club. The players weren't seeing him as the manager. The players clearly... For, 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 other than Alexis, Lukaku, and Herrera and Fellaini, it was the same squad. Yeah. And given our squad now is probably much better than that squad. Is it, though? Well, Fellaini... Doesn't defensively, matter. yes. The Fellaini doesn't matter. For, well, but, defensively, okay, but how, yes. How but much? But re- realistically, how much would, did Lukaku add around that? He gave you. He gave you depth, yeah. and he get and he like at times he would just score for you guys. That was like, I, I mean, like he scored two goals in the in that I know PSG game. I know. But my question is, if you look at like a general like front four of like when you had Lukaku and then you had like Rashford on the left, Marte on the right. And you have players out of position. But That's more firepower than Rashford and James. Okay. My, in my opinion. So my, just my stance in general is when you had, when we had that, that period of whatever it was, like two months or whatever, it was 17 games, and yeah. we won 15 of them and like lost one and drew one. What was the players, and I'm asking you, what were the, what was the players mindset with Ole as interim manager? Why were they playing so freely and so... Creative, they, were just, they, were, they were just playing by themselves. Right. So something changed the second that Ole became permanent manager, right? Yeah. So what is that? It's tying himself to the club, tying himself with the with the chairman, tying himself with the owners. But like you don't we don't know that like Ole kept the same like style of play. How much style of play could you even add within the week that he was there for them to play like that? Like tactically, you have a like what you had like a couple days. You had a week at most before a game week to instill your tactics. No, it was the he was his job at that moment was just to make sure that the players were happy, that they were excited to play, motivated, and they went out and just did their own thing. Because mm-hmm. in no way is a week enough time to instill your tactics and like oh that five nil win against Cardiff was Ole's tactics uh, working perfectly. No, I'm sure they worked on some stuff that Ole thought that they could use some work on, but for the most part, it was Manu players playing way better than Cardiff players. My point with all this is that under Ole, or as Ole as the manager, even if he's the right manager for the job or not, they showed that they can play at that level. So something okay. is clearly wrong with the situ- with the situation now that Ole or any manager is tied with the club. I'm very, very confident that you bring any manager right now in this situation, they will not succeed as Man U manager. I think there's manager. Um, let's go as far as Pep and Klopp. Okay. If Pep and Klopp came, I still believe you. Because Pochettino. Let's because let's be honest. Mourinho is in that same level as Klopp, Pochettino, yeah. Pep. So why didn't Mourinho work out? My point I mean, like is that there's some... That, you can say the same thing for when he was at Chelsea and he just, like, no one wanted to play for him that last year. Well, that last year is different. But that first... And we all knew that he was kind of, like, losing the plot a bit. But that first year, he was working with players that wanted to play for him. More importantly, in my opinion, a board and an owner that was backing him financially. I mean, okay. So, well, so look at the difference between United. Let, let, let's look at the relationship between Ole and 
Ed Woodward and Klopp. And I don't know where I'm pointing. <laughs> Klopp and who's the Liverpool Red Sox owner? The, um, the Henry. He, yeah. Uh, Michael Henry or something? Between Klopp and Henry. It, I, know, I know his last name is Henry. John uh, Henry. John Henry. John Henry. Uh, the, the Boston Red Sox. Yeah. Owners. Between Klopp and John Henry and Pep and his, like, the Qatar. Qatari uh, Middle Eastern group. They're all backing him with whatever players they want. With they, they, they give the list. They will make sure that they get the players. They're recruiting the right players. They're taking Klopp's and Pep's uh, consideration seriously. Mourinho was trying to get Maguire like two years ago, and they, we, we, we couldn't even uh, okay. get the funds to sign him. Uh, uh, let me just ask you a question. The year that you guys finished second, which was two seasons ago, right? Mm-hmm. How much of that team has changed from then until like Mourinho got sacked? <coughs> okay. <coughs> Sorry, I went down the wrong pipe. I mean, it's a basically the same team. Uh, the core of our team has pretty much been the same post. So why didn't it work out with Mourinho? My point is that it's because right now you can say the same thing. It's not working out with Ole right now. People can say, oh, yeah, they're playing, well, they're playing okay, a but, little bit more creative. I mean, but right now, like, I know you're saying you're, saying my, you're backing Ole, my, but... No, no, no. So here's here's my stance. I'm backing Ole as a manager, whether he is the right but manager. But Mourinho is better. You can't say he's better or worse. My point is I want more his, than anything that for Ole to succeed because I think his mindset, put, put experience aside, I like seeing Ole as a manager more than Mourinho. It's because he used to play at Man U. Well, there's a connection to it, yeah. And you can say, you can see the same thing about... Pep at uh, Barcelona. Barcelona and Lampard at thing. I bet you a lot of Chelsea fans like seeing Lampard, the manager of Chelsea, more than Mourinho, Avram Grant, well, that's Di Matteo, or anyone. He's, he's in his first season. And for the sake of, what, like three or four years between Molda and Cardiff, Ole is in his first couple seasons. And he, people forget that he was the reserves manager for like a couple of years as well, as soon as he retired in yeah. like 08 or 09. Yeah, yeah, okay. So he's not new to United management. My My general point is... People are, first of all, very short-fused nowadays when it comes to managers yeah, and players. For sure. Like, just players just play bad, out. Him, whatever. Insert manager name, out. With a hashtag between it. <laughs> My point is, you look at between the players, the manager, and the owners, or the, the board, there's not... what. There needs to be more of a highlight. In the, you need to... St- basically show more about the players and the um, the board that they need to be held more accountable than the manager, in my opinion. Okay. Because not a lot has changed between Van Hal, Mourinho, and Cl- and um, and Ole. The okay. players more or less have been saying the same. More or less. Fair enough. Take 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 uh, Van Hal's team aside. Between Mourinho and Ole's team right now. Okay. With the addition of Wambasaka, Maguire, and uh, James, and James, and taking out Lukaku and Alexis and Herrera, pretty much the same team. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Like, my my point is that the players need to be held a bit more accountable because they clearly showed that they could do it in those 17 games. Yeah. So something as from the moment that Ole tied himself with the club, and whoever it's going to be, something changed. At that moment, so you can't say it was the you can't say it was Ole because he didn't do anything. 
So it's something between the players and how their relationship was with with a a permanent manager, or it's something to do with a manager in the relationship in their relationship with the board as soon as they become the manager. Okay, that's just my, that's my opinion. So people are all like Ole out, Ole out. Even if he's not the right manager, is he experience inexperienced? Yes. Does he not have enough Premier League experience? Yes. Is he does he does he not have the um the grit and the aggression to maybe manage egos and players and make sure that they, they get motivated. Yeah. It's a, these are all fair points like Pep and Klopp. You see them, how they like manage players and like those egos with those paychecks and make sure that they stay motivated. It's not, that's what I think nowadays, that's what management really is. You're managing players. Yeah. Tactics here and there change, but for the most part, I think it's about making sure your team is organized, motivated, strategically and tactically on point. But for the most part, you're just making sure that they play the best that they can. And they clearly showed that. So I think that it's, it's really on, I don't see them like sacking Woodward, but like there's just a lot of holes and a lot of like things. I mean, like you guys need that kind of world-class player though. Cause like right now, Pogba's kind of have world-class players. Bless you. Excuse me. So here's like here's the okay, biggest. But like besides De Gea and Pogba, in my opinion, they're the only two world class players. Yes. Okay. You need that. You need one in each area. In yes. my opinion. So are, like, are the players maybe not even like players like, um, Lingard, Pereira, Matic at this time, Lindelof, Young. Frankly, even my, like I, I can go on and on. Are these players perhaps quote unquote not at a Manu caliber? No, they're not. They're not. But let me ask you the same question of, and I don't, I'm not comparing to Ferguson, but I'm going to compare to Ferguson. Park, Anderson, Raphael, and Fabio, O'Shea, Evans, yeah, West Brown. That West Brown was pretty good. Chicha, Burba, one of some of the some of the most laziest players I've ever seen. In terms of Berba, I was yeah. So my point is that you you know what I'm saying? Like it comes, you can say you it, it you can say it both ways, but there's a lot of issues. But that's ultimately down to the manager. So I, when I was like kind of like playing like the blame game, I give it honestly, I get a 40-40-20 split for me. I give it forty percent is on the board, forty percent on the players. I don't think that, that between I don't think between the two of them they're getting enough stick for it. I put 20% on Ole. Because right now, when you look at Mourinho and how he talks on like Scott and everything, he knows, and he's not going to say it, but you can say, you can, uh, Mourinho. Okay. You can tell he knows exactly what Ole is going through right now. Yeah. In terms of just dealing with the players, dealing with the board, dealing with owners, dealing with Woodward. He knows exactly what he's dealing with. Yeah. Because, and you know this, like, when you're, like, when it's, like, the transfer and stuff, like, all you can do as a manager is give your list of recommended players, and then they have to go and do their thing. Same with contract negotiations. Ole's not doing anything. He's not there sitting with, it's up to the board and yeah. to the finance people and all that kind of stuff to make deals happen. That's something with Arsenal that, like, sorry to, like, go back and forth with our teams, but, I mean, that's kind of, like, what Arsenal was two seasons ago with Wenger. Like, no one was happy with anyone. Like, the some of the players were not up to scrap. Um, no, Like, a lot of people were winger out. 
and the board was atrocious with Kroenke and just the and Wenger just like being that like figurehead and him just sort of sort of like running the club in a, in a sense and but now like Emery is quote unquote head coach he's not really the manager i mean he technically is but like he doesn't have that title so that sort of like means he's not he's not as what's the word he's not as big as wenger is in terms of an authority the, run, what an authority yeah he's not as he doesn't run the club as much as wenger did basically and now our board I mean, um, not our owners, but, like, our contract negotiators, the person who runs the transfer window, like, all those guys. Like, uh, our, We got a new technical director, first in our history with Edu, a guy who played for Arsenal. And then we got Raul Senlahi, and then we got a, a contract negotiator with him. So, like, they do the 50-50 in transfers. And then... Like that, that's completely changed, and we're we're loving that. And that's my point with United; those positions on a footballing side don't exist. Yeah, that's the problem. We have with you guys. business people making footballing they don't, decisions. They don't have footballing knowledge. How can you sell two midfielders and two forwards? Who's oh yes, yeah, and then so two forwards are Lukaku and Alexis, and then the midfielders are Herrera and Fellaini. How can you sell? Or for example, for Herrera's sake, it was. Uh, just not signing his contract, and for Alexis, it was on loan. But how do you offload two forwards and two midfielders and then bring in two defenders and one attacking winger. midfielder? Winger. Yeah. It's compl- I mean, again, it was a very good window. Th- those three were good signings. They were I'll great signings that. apart from themselves. Like this, a standing, a standalone, they were great signings. Yeah. But you but didn't in the address grand, yeah, in the grand, the and the grand scheme. And then everyone's like, oh, our squad was big anyway. We have a lot of depth. Now, also, I think, I think you're overrating your young players a bit too much, in my opinion. I don't think. I mean, maybe Green Greenwood is good. No, I no. So, but I, like Chong Gomez, I don't. So first, I was never a fan of Gomez. I was never a fan of Gomez. I was always a fan of Chong. Chong isn't that great. So all I'm saying is that he he's not. I don't. Well, now can we? First of all, I don't think they've played enough to even say that they're overhyped. I think a player in like a Rashford situation, like two years, two, 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 three years ago, would be in an overhyped position. Someone just comes and scores a couple goals. You can say, if, if anything, Greenwood's being overhyped. And you can he, say he, Rashford's he, being overhyped too, because he's still super young and he's not yeah. getting the goals. And that's part of the 40% of, on the player that I'm putting on the players. Yeah. Because right in now. In my opinion, it should be more. If Exactly, if anything. Yeah. My, my The whole point with that 40 40 20 split is that Ole's not. Ole's getting way too much criticism for how much he has in his control. When Ole was at Cardiff, did they get relegated that year? Yeah. I mean, like... I mean, if he can't do with Cardiff, he, I, I don't think he deserves to be at a club like Man U. Total, totally fair. Yeah. My only point is, bring Pochettino, bring Klopp, bring Pep, bring... Fer- apart from Ferguson, because he will literally reshape the club. Yeah. I still genuinely believe that they will have these sort of similar issues if they were coming to United right now. I think the problem is... How can Pogba that, play the way he plays and then request double wages to go from $18 million a year to $36 million a year? 
I don't know. It just does not make sense. I think the reason why a lot of people are Ole out is because those people you just named, I feel like if they're given time, they're, they will re- reshape it. I just don't see Ole doing that, in my opinion. I don't see him reshaping it and putting him back into where they're supposed to belong. Um, and I just, in my opinion, like, I, I think, I always think you should be patient with your managers. But I just, in my opinion, like with, with us, uh, the squad that we have, we, we should have no excuse for not making top four. So I'm giving Emery, a lot of people want Emery out now. I'm giving him till the end of the season. If he doesn't make top four or win the Europa League, he should go because he's clearly not the man to bring us back into the Champions League. And I, I feel the same way with Ole, with Ole because he doesn't have that C, uh, like the jobs that he has under his CV, right? And Cardiff getting relegated is a lot worse than like Pochettino bringing Spurs to top four in Champions League final. I think if you guys got Pochettino, it would be a lot more beneficial for the players because they're going to improve. He's going to get players that he wants, and he's going to get, get he should be given time. But in my opinion, I think Ole is not that is not that man. Just because just because of his past jobs, in my opinion. Yeah, it's I mean it's also good to say that he was at Cardiff for just a year. Like he didn't have a window yeah, or like. He came into that situation. Okay, but like... It's not like he was there for two, three years. Stay, um, like, j- barely... I mean, like, yeah, um, but like, look at Pochettino. Before he went to Spurs, he was at Southampton. I mean, like, they were okay, I guess. But, like, he, they, he, he made them look like a top 10 team. With I'm pretty sure he was with, like, Lilana and stuff. And, like, Mane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... That, that just shows you that he like, he's, a, he's a good of, manager, yeah. but like I mean, that's a different story with him and Tottenham. But my whether so I texted you this whether Ole is the man the man for the job or not. Ten years down the line, whether he's still managing and United's won two Premier League titles and they're back in the Champions League, it's a top four guaranteed every year. Yeah, or someone else doing that, or or if we're in the same position again and it becomes an era of the club where for 15, 20 years we were just in this position. Because that happens. You look at Leeds, you look at Nottingham Forest, you look at Blackburn. Blackburn. Big, I mean, big teams will, I mean, those are drastic changes, but I don't think we're going to be in a position that like, we're going to get relegated in the next 10 years, but um, definitely not looking like we're going to win a title in the next You can say five. like Aston Villa too. Yeah. Um, Newcastle. Everton, Bolton, the, all these teams went through um, dark times. My point is whether Ole is the man for the job or not, there are much, much bigger issues than just the manager. That's I, my point. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I agree with you, but I think there are just like small issues just everywhere, kind of. In my I opinion. think there are big issues everywhere. Okay. I think there are players that aren't good enough. I think there are players that be, that are being. Um, I ca- legitimately, I, I legitimately thought before the season started. Ole was going to get back to his form that he had before he became permanent manager. I didn't think that at all. Really? I thought that we were going to play much better. I did not. I was not expecting. And I'm not going to lie. I was hype after Chelsea 4-0. Yeah. I think everyone was. Everyone was. Everyone said, oh, he's back. He he had the window. He had the summer. He had a preseason tour. He's at the wheel. He's at the wheel. Um, Now we're just seeing, you look at, 
Wolves 1-1, Southampton 1-1, Palace 2-1, West Ham 2-0, Astana 1-0. You guys, yeah. Rochdale 1-1. Rochdale barely, yeah. Like, literally. Like, the, the Chelsea game was your only good literally performance. Literally, the o- only. The, in the Chelsea game, it's fair to say if, again, like the Abraham goal went in, it's a whole other game. And the men, the Leicester game was just a penalty and that's it. Really, the Chelsea game was our only good performance. That that's that, it's that's also a fair point to mention that we've had a lot to deal with in terms of injuries of key players. That's fair enough too. Martial's been out since that game, I think. Luke Shaw's been out since someone in the middle there. Pogba's been out, but those players, all, other than Luke Shaw, I don't think Martial and Pogba are anywhere close to being motivated. Yeah. yeah. Really, the only motivated player. McTominay. McTominay. That's it. Maguire. Wambasaka. Maguire, Wambasaka, and Lindelof. They are the only ones I can genuinely say are a little bit of Pereira. These guys actually kind of look that they want to play James. for the club. James. I mean, that's just like a young kid coming yeah. to the club. But yeah, okay. Uh, last thing before we get into Champions League stuff. Um, with Emery, the, 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 like at least you guys had a good performance, a good ninety minutes. I don't think we've had a good ninety minutes yet. Yeah, Tottenham was just a good half. It's Watford was one good half. Aston Villa was one good half. I mean, we need to play consistently throughout the entire game. That's why people are Emery out, not because we're not getting, because you guys have eight points from five games, right, or six yeah, games. Yeah, eight points from two, three, four. Yeah, like five or six games. So. Six. So eight. Eight, eight points from... That's not great. No. We're, we have 11 points from six games. I mean, that's not amazing. It's better. It's decent. We But we know we have the quality around... Like, w- our defense for those five, six games is not our main defense. No, you know, Holding t- is out. Bellerin's out. Tierney's out. And then Socrates and David Luiz can be liabilities at time times. Maitland-Niles isn't a right back. Klosnak isn't good at left back. He's terrible at defending, but he's good at attacking but at the same time when he attacks he's terrible at crossing and now Tierney has that balance Bellerin is a right back at least and holding is a better center back than those two if you're a top four or a title contender team after six games your record should be either 6-0-0 or 5-1-0 so just Man City and Liverpool just basically I think they are the standard for what a top four team needs to look like right now I mean there were times I remember that I think it was like before City and Tottenham were like teams. Yeah. If you had anything more than five losses, you were out. Like, yeah. At the, you look at the go to 2008 to 2013, even if like 06 to, th- to 13, no team had more than five or six losses. Yeah. So to have draws and losses already is just like. I mean, I for, for title. Or title contender teams, or even yeah. like the bigger top like, four teams. Uh, like our record is three, two, and one. I mean, yeah. that's not fantastic, but at the same time, we've only lost one game. We won two games. Yeah, out of six. It's not great. No, it's not good stuff. All right, uh, shall we? Yeah. I don't know why I did that. But uh, sorry, before we just get into oh those come people. on, so, I'm sorry, but you didn't let me. All right, go. Uh, so Leicester just uh, beat Newcastle five nil, and with that, they are, I believe, third place. In you saw it? 
know, but I'm guessing they're in third place. They're in third with third, no, 14 points, four wins, two draws, one loss. That's great. And I think since Rodgers has been a manager, they've been a top they've four been, side. They've been a top three side. <laughs> they were if the, if you if you had the table from when he's been manager, they would finish third. Wow. Okay, shall we? Yep. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, all right. So uh, match day two. Yeah. I like how they say game week, and then match day. I think it's different with Champions League and Premier I, League. I, I do know. I'm saying I like it. Oh. Like. This is match week two in the Premier League. Yeah. But this is match day one of Champions League. Uh, I'll run through the Tuesday games and you'll give me your predictions. Yeah. So I gave... Oh, so uh, last time... How did we time, do? Can you find I, out? I, I got four out of eight and I think you got three out of eight. Mm. I think that, that, that Shakhtar Man City prediction did not go as yeah. planned. Well, I, I, yeah, whatever. Okay, so let's just do it again. Oh, God. Have you looked at these at all or no? No. Okay, good. This is raw sauce. Uh, so I do Tuesday games. You do Wednesday games again? Yeah. Oh, do you want to flip it? Or do you want to flip it? Let's flip it. Okay, so you give me the Tuesday games. Okay, though. ready? Yes. Atalanta, Shakhtar. Uh, Shakhtar. Um, Real Madrid, Club Bruges. Real Madrid. Man City, uh, Dinamo Zagreb. Uh, City. Uh, Red Star, Belgrade, Olympiacos. Oof. Red Star, Belgrade. Lokomotiv Moscow, Atletico. Let it go. <laughs> Tottenham, Bayern. I didn't have time for the ass. I just said <laughs> let it go. Uh, who, Bayern? Tottenham, Bayern. <sighs> quickly, quickly. Um, uh, uh, draw. Oh, I <laughs> Juventus, uh, Bayer Leverkusen. I'm going to say Leverkusen. I think it's, at, it's at Juve. Uh, I'll say draw. Okay. Draw, Juve, Juve. Juve. You, uh, which Hube, one? Hube, you Hube, said Hube, all Hube. three. Okay. <laughs> Galtas right PSG. Uh, PSG. Okay. I just, because I knew, so the one that I was kind of stumped on was, because I know Hube has been sort of like, they haven't been playing great. Yeah. Inter uh, though. Yeah. Six out of six wins. I mean, Lukaku and Alexa are going to be the card of that. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, the big games are obviously... Um, Tottenham, Bayern. Tottenham, Bayern. And probably Juventus. Bayer Leverkusen. It's a good yeah. game. All right. What about like Real Madrid Club Bruges? Like, are you worried about Real Madrid? Um, I think they have a cause for concern. Yeah. Like with that bail thing with the captain. Just thing. in general. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was really, I have felt, I just felt like I needed to hide somewhere <laughs> after that. <laughs> that was really awkward. Uh, all righty. Uh, Gank Napoli. Napoli. Slavia, Prague, Dortmund. Dortmund. Barca, Inter. Oh. um, Inter. Oh. Leo Wait, where is it at? Barca. It's at the Camp Nou. Uh, then draw. Ooh. Uh, camp Nou, Camp Nou? New camp? camp? New Camp. New Camp? New Camp. Okay. Or the Now Camp. Uh, Lille, Chelsea. Um, where? Uh, at Lille. Whatever team is first, that's home. Okay. Uh, Lille, Chelsea. Lille. Uh, Liverpool, Salzburg. Uh, Liverpool. Leipzig, Lyon. Great game. Wow. Um, Leipzig. Uh, Valencia, Ajax, Amsterdam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Ajax. Oh, I said it wrong. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I said Valencia. Oh, no. Slavia. 
Can I do it again? <laughs> yeah. All right. I be Leipzig, Leon. RB Leipzig. All right. Valencia, Ajax, Amsterdam. <laughs> you switched languages. Accents. Well, I had to, I, I had to, to uh, Ajax, adjust Ajax. for each. Uh, Zenit and Benfica. <sighs> it's at Zenit? It's at Zenit. Zenit, because Oswin is back. And we were there. Yeah, we were there. That's my home. That's my home. They announced. They announced that's gonna be the uh, Champions League final. I think in two years, and then the year after yes. that is Wembley. Wembley again. When was it the last time? It was oh, uh, United nine. versus Barca. Barca, which is 09, right? Yeah. Uh, no, ten or eleven, I think. Because we. I mean, that that, I mean, that's not that. Yeah. Early, but. I just realized United could have won three Champions Leagues in like five years. Yeah. This feels bad. You won one. All right. Um, I think that's all for today. So we'll see, obviously, where um, where things stand uh, with uh, our clubs. Our clubs, and uh, I don't think we're gonna see any sackings. No, no. Between these two, and even like with Pochettino, I'm sorry if you sack Pochettino, you deserve to be. Sacked. No, 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 no. Okay, uh, that is all. Yes, uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.